have everyone here. How exciting. Um, this is a pretty big event for all of us here on stage and for everyone who's listening. Thank you for coming to Informal Spaces. This episode, we'll be talking about bringing Bitcoin security to the Cosmos Hub with Babylon. Um, we're really excited to have everyone here and for all of our live listeners, but you can always follow us on Twitter for recaps and reminders. Um, just a little bit of housekeeping at the top. Um, Nothing that we talk about here is investment advice, just insight into some things that we're working on. You can follow us at Informal Inc., Babylon at Babylon Chain. Um, and we have folks from Stride and Duality here as well. So very excited excited to have um, everyone here. Um, I think before we get started, um, there are those who are here from the Bitcoin ecosystem and from the Cosmos Hub ecosystem. So would love to get everyone's intros going. Um, Thyborg, do you want to introduce yourself to start? Yes, thank you, Isabel. Uh, I'm Thai Borg. As I'm the business leader in Formal System, and uh, I will let uh, Riley, who is next in the, at least on my app, to introduce himself. Hey, I'm Riley, one of the co-founders of Stride, liquid staking platform in Cosmos. Jahan, do you want to introduce yourself? <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. Um, I'm Jahan. I'm a product owner for the Cosmos Hub team and Formal. David. Hi, guys. I'm David. I'm a co-founder of the Babylon Project. Great to have you. Uh, Elijah, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, sir. I'm Elijah. Um, I, I work on strategy at Neutron. Uh, I'm also a big, big fan of Babylon and, and, and David. So I'm excited to, to chat with him today. Thank you. Awesome. And last but certainly not least, Sanka, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name is Sanka. I'm the head of product strategy at Babylon. Excited to be here. Excited to have you. Um, we'll kick things off um, just in general um, for, I'm assuming almost everyone here hopefully has read the forum post, but for those who maybe haven't been able to get into um, the forum post, Thibaut, do you want to uh, dive into the description of kind of like what we're talking about today? For sure, yeah, we're talking about uh, Bitcoin restaking on the Cosmos Hub uh, using Babylon technology. So essentially, what's uh, what's going to happen, and we'll, we'll uh, I'll ask David uh, later to uh, give us a, an overview of how that's going to work on the Bitcoin side. But essentially, people will be able to use Babylon scripts on uh, the Bitcoin blockchain to lock in their Bitcoin, um, and they will be able to choose a validator on the Cosmos Hub side. And the stake that they put on the Bitcoin side will be slashable through Babylon technology, um, and that provides uh, an amount of, uh, you know, an, an amount that we can choose, and that the consumer chain can choose of economic security that is much higher than what we have right now with uh, strict, strictly Atom. Yeah, David, is there something you wanted to add to that? No, that's a great summary. Um, 
Yeah, so we are very excited to bring this technology to the Cosmos ecosystem in particular. This partnership with Cosmos Hub means a lot for our project and uh, for our long-term vision of bringing Bitcoin sticking to the entire POS ecosystems because we believe that Bitcoin is one of the most largest supply, most stable assets that can help everybody to rise. Yeah, I love that. All of us coming together and riding this wave together. Um, you know, Jahan or or Thyborg, I think it would be beneficial for us to go into like, what does this mean for the Cosmos Hub? Um, yeah, I guess I'll I'll just say kind of simply what what the what the effect will be. So, um, what what will what will happen is that uh, people on Bitcoin, people using Bitcoin, Bitcoin holders, will be able to lock their Bitcoin into a special type of uh, sort of uh, script um, that Babylon has created on uh, on Bitcoin, and basically choose a validator on the Cosmos Hub, and then it will add to that validator security um, on the Cosmos Hub and also on any consumer chains that validator is on. Yeah, it's super exciting. I mean, I know we have some consumer chains on the line. Um, how are you all feeling about this, Riley or Elijah? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, like, you know, I think like uh, one thing that, that you know, the Cosmos ecosystem has needed for, for a bit is, is confluence, right? Like it's like the sort of bringing together of different ecosystems and like the aggregation of, you know, all the different things that these different ecosystems have to offer. And I think like, this is a, a really interesting step in you know, the Cosmos Hub's evolution as a security provider. Um, I think it's like, you know, I also think it's like aligned with um, the vision of interchain security, which is like, you know, bringing the, the best security products to POS chains and, in, uh, um, and, and, and retaining the quality of the teams that they're working with as well. I think like Babylon is, is you know, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal team and research org, et cetera, et cetera. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I think it's, it's really cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Stride's very excited as well. I think in a way it's poetic. The first app chain, Bitcoin, helping to secure, I, th I think the second app chain, Adam, uh, plays into ICS very well. And the onboarding for new wallets to Cosmos Hub, if played well, could bring a meaningful number of new users into the interchain. Yeah, Cyborg should speak about the quests. Yeah. Yes, that, that's uh, so. I, I want to speak about the quest, and I want to ask also questions to Neutron and Stride about what that would mean for them. But I, I think maybe uh, we should start with asking David exactly how that's going to work on the Bitcoin side. Um, there was some I read the, just before the Twitter space the question that people were posting on the on the forum post that Jehan put up uh, yesterday. And uh, specifically, I think uh, people want to understand exactly for the Bitcoin stakers who, you know, we know they are risk averse. We know they they like they don't like DeFi too much. Um, they are, you know, very much focused on uh, long term holding. How exactly will that work for them? You know, wh wh where they need to send their Bitcoin? How long will they lock them up? Uh, how do these uh, scripts work? How do you make sure they are secure? Like if you can, David, give a, an overview of all that. Yeah, sure. Um, glad to say something about the technology. So, uh, first of all, the um, as we know that Bitcoin doesn't have a smart contract layer. So, therefore, our technology actually does not involve any smart contract. In fact, we think of that as a plus because if you think about it, one reason why Bitcoin remains to be secure for so many years is because of the lack of smart contracts. So, 
Our staking contract is actually written in the Bitcoin script. It is very simple because of lack of smart contract, but just enough functionality to do what we need for staking. So as uh, I think Jehan already mentioned, um, and uh, Taibo also, that uh, the staker will probably go for a wallet that we integrate with like an OKX wallet or a trust wallet. And then on that wallet, it would be able to send its Bitcoin to a self-custodial address locked on the Bitcoin chain for a certain period of time. Now, as like in Cosmos chains, we our functionality allows so-called on-demand unbonding. So in other words, there's no need for the staker to fix a certain duration of time, but whenever it wants to unbond, it can request to unbond, and the unstaking period will be something like a week or five to, five to seven days, say roughly. Um, yeah, so that's on the Bitcoin side. Now, when it's staked on the Bitcoin chain, then a, cli a client like the Cosmos chain in this example at Cosmos Hub will be able to view the stake and then give the validator that is assigned to, that's the stake is assigned to the voting power, voting power. What does that mean? That means now the validator can now vote using his Bitcoin stake to increase the voting power. And um, the main functionality we want to provide is the ability to slash the stake. So crypto economic security is the central, I think it's one of the central innovation of um, uh, the Cosmos ecosystem, the ability to provide slashing. And we preserve exactly that functionality by using some cryptographic uh, machinery to do the slashing on the Bitcoin chain without um, the smart contract functionality. So that is sort of the, one of the main innovation of our technology. And so, yeah, you have you can provide full security to the Cosmos uh, chain, Cosmos Hub consumer chain, full first grade security slash full security. Cool. Yeah, I want, to, I want to add a point on top of Thaiborg what you said. So, uh, so me and Jehan, we kind of started working like I would say like from Stanford uh, Blockchain Week, Cosmoverse. So, one of the aspect we looked at when we were working at Babylon is like, why would Bitcoin holders be interested in security bootstrapping? And we looked at the wrapped Bitcoin market uh, just to understand like what could be an yield potential Bitcoin holders would be interested in. And we found that the wrapped Bitcoin market is roughly five and a half billion dollars. 80% of that asset is unutilized. 20% is lend out on lending protocols at a one to 2% of APR. So this was a very interesting market for us to attack. And once I started working with Jehan, the objective was that, hey, can we align the best of both worlds? I think Cosmos brings us to the best battle-tested infrastructure abilities. And with Babylon, we can let the Bitcoin holders rent their Bitcoin to this kind of infrastructure bootstrapping, right? So to add to everything what David said, uh, we think that Bitcoin holders, given they have access to Atom and the subsequent shared security protocols, they would be extremely interested in using this new infrastructure than actually going to the wrapped Bitcoin market for DeFi and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, for for David, just on the uh, on the unbonding period specifically, you said five to seven days. Where where does that number come from? Is that something that Babylon will enforce? Yeah. So yes. So the parameter is specified in the staking contract. So it could be done on a chain by chain basis uh, through governance, probably. 
uh, just like in the cosmos chains, different chains also have different embonic periods. Some seven days, some two weeks, some three weeks. Um, so that is the parameter. Now, the reason why there needs to be unbonding is because unbonding time is because uh, there needs to be time for the POS chain, for the Cosmos chain, the watchtowers or the relays to report any slashable offense, any fraud in some sense, back to the Bitcoin chain to slash the stick. So we cannot allow the stick to unborn before that happens. So there's a time, just like any optimistic uh, consensus system, that there's a time needed to leave for such fraud proof reporting. So that's roughly where it comes from. Like in Abitrum, for example, it's about one week. So that's roughly the same order of magnitude here. Mm, I see. And for the in terms of uh, the actual interface that Bitcoin restakers will, will use, uh, will it just be like, okay, send your Bitcoin to this address and that's it? Or will you guys put up something, uh, you know, where they actually have to go a website or something and, and, and they will be guided through it? Yeah, so... Um, on the testnet that we're launching, actually we're launching the testnet uh, in a few weeks, uh, there will be a website to help the Bitcoin stickers to use it. However, when we launch the mainnet, our goal is, is a completely decentralized protocol. So we don't plan to have a Babylon website. We plan to integrate with uh, multiple wallets and users can use these wallets to uh, do the staking. I see. And maybe that's a question for Sanka then, but what is going to be the, the marketing strategy that you guys use to get people to uh, to stake their Bitcoin, to restake their Bitcoin? Yeah, so, um, so the first thing for us, we studied the behavior of Bitcoiners. They're extremely sensitive about security. So uh, we are onboarding two very big security clients, Ledger and Fireblocks. So Ledger is um, working actively with our technical team uh, to create this integration where we, our technology would be one of the prime focus for Ledger in 2024. Uh, we're also working with Fire, uh, Fireblocks where there are a lot of institutional interest for uh, allocating Bitcoin for this kind of security yields. Uh, so the Fireblock conversation is going a little slow because they're more institutional. So these are the two very much on the institutional side. On the retail side, uh, OKX wallet is an interesting wallet which gets you to look at native Bitcoin as well as these rewards coming from Atom or Stride or Neutron. So we have we've already integrated OKX wallet. So these are the three wallet integrations we're actually looking at. David is also having conversations with BitGo, which are the biggest like wrap Bitcoin uh, service. So they're also actively looking into this stake as earn uh, type of service for us. Um, so these are the kind of initial, uh, I would say GTMs we are targeting. And also this uh, Cosmos Hub announcement is a big thing for us. So we tend to, we are planning to work very closely with you guys to figure out the right strategy so that the most number of people get access to this infrastructure yield. For sure, and I think the the tweets yesterday on the forum post was very, very well received. I think uh, that's actually one of our most popular posts uh, from the informal account. Uh, so so far, so, so good. So so far, so good. Uh, <laughs> just to um, to ask a little more questions about Babylon, and then I'll come to Jehan, so he explains things from the Cosmos website. Uh, but David or, or Sanka, I think initially Babylon was about timestamping, right? And now there's there's a bit of a there's been a bit of a switch. 
a pivot to rethinking. So can you explain, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's Babylon, what, what is the core focus for Babylon now? Is that, is that restaking? Yeah, so uh, yeah, let me explain a little bit about the evolution of the project. So from day one, uh, Babylon is about bringing Bitcoin security, Bitcoin security to POS chains. In particular, we start with the Cosmos ecosystem. That's our uh, big focus. The first protocol that we built is called a time stamping protocol. That is using Bitcoin as a uh, timestamp to timestamp all POS blocks. And that's what we built in 2022. Uh, and we launched the testnet right now. The testnet has about 40 to 50 uh, Cosmos chains integrated on that timestamping testnet. Now, um, what we discovered, one thing we learned during this process is that whereas the timestamping uh, uh, testnet has a very good use case, which is fast unbonding of the native POS chain, and that was the first product we had. However, um, it doesn't provide fast finality. It doesn't increase the fast finality security of POS chain, which I believe is the number one key property to achieve fast finality securely. So then we came up with this another idea, which is Bitcoin staking, which now, in addition to timestamping, which gives you a slower security, also gives you this fast finality. And so the timestamping now it takes on a role of a primitive, which helps with the Bitcoin staking protocol. So remember, I mentioned that you need to safely unbond. To safely unbond, you basically have to synchronize the Bitcoin chain and the consumer chain because voting is happening on the consumer chain, but the stake is maintained on the Bitcoin chain. So the synchronization is actually done through the timestamping primitive. So the timestamping technology became a primitive to the Bitcoin staking protocol. And the Bitcoin staking protocol is what we're focusing on right now. Got it. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And so you don't think timestamping will be offered as a standalone product for, from Babylon? Yes, we will. Uh, yes, we, th th uh, we will offer that for the fast and bonding use case for the native stake. Yes. And that's, that's already live for Osmosis, if, if I'm not mistaken. There was, I saw a proposal on Osmosis a few months yes, back. Yes, we have a governance proposal passed with uh, Osmosis. It's a, um, it's a uh, the governance proposal we passed almost about eight or nine months ago. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what about, um, how do you prevent uh, slashing on, on the Bitcoin side? Like, how do you make sure the people that, uh, uh, you know, restake their Bitcoin, how do they feel secure about that? So like, what, what can you say in terms of, I don't know, auditing or any other uh, mechanism that you have in place to avoid them being slashed, uh, you know, improperly? Yes, yes, that's uh, certainly very important. So we have, uh, we have engaged with two security auditors, one a specialist in Bitcoin script and two a, a general auditor, really high quality auditor to audit our project uh, starting very soon. Uh, we just open source our code uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, so that's one effort. Uh, another effort is that uh, we are teaming up with a project called Cubist, which is a key management system that they're building. And the key management system is focused on essentially preventing uh, accidental, accidental double sign. And that leads to slashing. So mm -hmm. that is the, uh, the key management system essentially says that you cannot if you use if you integrate with Cubist, then you cannot double sign accidentally. Of course, if you want to attack the protocol, you can still intentionally double sign, and that will be punished by slashing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the whole point, right? Like they put their stake at risk yeah. uh, and they receive rewards from it. Exactly. Um, so let's uh, let's ask Jehan now, how will these rewards work exactly? So I'm a, I'm a Bitcoin staker or restaker. I've uh, put my Bitcoin on the, you know, with Babylon on the Bitcoin side. How do I, um, how do I get my rewards in, in Atom or consumer chain rewards, Jehan? Um, yeah, so I think, so technically what's going to happen is, um, and, and David and Sankar can correct me if I'm wrong on anything involving Babylon, but what's going to happen is that the rewards will basically live on the Cosmos hub and uh, you'll be able to claim them by uh, providing proof that you control um, of, you know, the Bitcoin key that was staked with. Um, and so that means that Bitcoin stakes will be coming into Cosmos and they will be creating Cosmos wallets. Um, and they'll need to do that to be able to get the reward. So it's not like they can just kind of sit there and have it as an income stream. Uh, they do have to have a little bit of engagement with Cosmos, um, which is one of the things we like about this. Um, and then also, you know, there's, we still haven't completely finalized, um, you know, economically how it's going to work. Um, one of the suggestions that came up uh, from, a, from, from a few people uh, yesterday when we made this public was, you know, why not have all rewards um, be in the form of, of, of Adam. Um, and so that would be where, you know, consumer chains basically pay for their Bitcoin security in the form of Atom um, instead of their own consumer chain token. And um, I think, you know, that's something we need to figure out. We need to talk to consumer chains, you know, figure out whether that's kind of what, um, you know, what, uh, what, what they want to do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, any, have I left anything out or missing anything or any questions? No, I think, no. Uh, Jan. I kind of agree with that. So some of these designs are going to be, uh, so we wanted to create this signaling proposal. We seem to have got a lot of positive response. We're going to kind of be heads down in coming up with the right incentive mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll ask uh, Riley and uh, Elijah in a minute uh, what they think about the uh, consumer chain rewards. But first, I'd like to um, ask Jehan a little bit more about the, on the Cosmos website. So you have Bitcoin stake, right? That, that Bitcoin is trading at, at a price. Uh, how do you how do you make sure that the economic stake um, how how do you make the conversion from uh, the atom stake plus the Bitcoin stake? Um, do you need an oracle? What kind of oracle? How how would that work for the hub? Yeah, so we need to. Um, there's two pieces of information you need to do this. Um, first of all, you need information about who staked on Bitcoin. Um, obviously, I mean you need to see yeah that they've locked up their bitcoins and everything, which validator they chose and all that. Um, but then we also need a, a Bitcoin price feed. To uh, to scale the security, so if somebody's uh, you know locked one Bitcoin, um, I guess you know that's what is that like five five thousand? That's worth five thousand atoms. So it's like you want to be able to you know if one person's got one Bitcoin in a validator and somebody's got uh, five thousand atoms on another one. They have the same power at today's prices. Um, but uh, so you need a price feed as well. Um, we still need to figure out the details there with 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 Babylon. Um, but one of the options is to use um, to use uh, Skip's um, Slinky Oracle framework. Um, and that might actually be, there, there's actually some synergy we've been talking about recently with um, with Neutron as well, uh, having price feeds. So um, we will have to figure out how to get that information into the Cosmos Hub to uh, enable that. And there's several different ways of doing it. Yeah, yeah. Slinky yeah. uses a vote extension. Uh, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah actually, so, yeah. I was going to say vote extensions. That's like you know, it's part of ABCI, which is kind of this low-level uh, interface that, that that Cosmos blockchains use. But basically, that lets the validators, the validators would then be running, um, 
of, of the chain the information comes from uh, would be running a um, Bitcoin, uh, a Bitcoin client, uh, and then also some kind of price Oracle. And basically every block they would be able to put into the chain, you know, what that information is, like what staking events happen on Bitcoin, uh, what the Bitcoin price is today. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah just, to geek out, just to geek out for one second there, because, you know, we've been looking at multiple solutions of how to integrate Babylon with the Cosmos Hub. And in fact, one of the approach that we think about to use vote extension for the finality votes that we, the special signatures that we need for BTC staking to work. So that may jive very well with mm. the solution of the Oracle because, you know, when the votes come, you have to convert the Oracle to the Oracle as well. Yeah, I was just going to jump in and say, like, I think this is like a great example, too, of like the, you know, the AEZ really coming, coming to fruition and like building, building like a symbiotic relationship. So just for like some context, right, like the, this is, you know, the, the, the Slinky Oracle integration like isn't free, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty costly. Uh, but you know, you know, Neutron, you know, the 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 Neutron Foundation, you know, the development team behind Neutron Hitchin Labs, you know, felt that it was like a really, really powerful primitive to to bring to the AEZ. Um, and so, like, you know, I think it's a really great example of like, you know, the Cosmos Hub, Babylon, Neutron, all coming together and sort of like contributing some core pieces and and potentially like growing the pie in the process. Um, I think like this is like really you know what the what the vision was for the AEZ coming into it was like bringing in all of these different components and consumer chains that can really complement each other and uh, having them work together and build these partnerships and, you know, fit the bill for components that make them, you know, make sense for them to fit the bill for. For sure. That's a great point. Thanks, uh, Elijah. Um, so Slinky, Slinky is a uh, skips Oracle and that would, that would, uh, that would be the piece of software that would uh, bring the price feed for, for Bitcoin. Um, it's actually, now it's think- actually just to geek out some more. It's actually one of the big, benefits of cosmos change the ability to do this kind of thing um which uh, which i think that uh is one of the big selling points because you can have an oracle you don't really have to trust because the, the validator is doing it so it's like same trust assumption of the chain itself what, what jehan means is that uh it's a plus compared to rollups which uh which uh jehan is very skeptical about i'm not um, i'm not very skeptical also anything else really uh you know anything else a smart contract anything so well except smart contract on the front but but yeah but particularly for rollups, uh, in your in your mind. Um, okay. Uh, so in terms of rewards, uh, the blog post mentioned that the consumer chain would be able to dedicate part of the rewards um, to Bitcoin restakers. Um, I think uh, initially, like we know that right now, the rewards that are being sent back to the hub from consumer chain are not are not that that big. Like it's actually minimal. Um, so we discussed with uh, with Babylon a few different ways to to go about like kickstarting the whole thing and making sure that. Uh, Bitcoin restakers receive enough um, enough rewards to incentivize them to actually use the the product. Uh, so, Jehan, can you can you go a little bit into that and explain our, our thinking there? Um, yeah, I mean, we need to work on what this what this looks like. Um, I think uh, one of the ideas that we have considered um, is actually having so with with a Bitcoin integration. What's going to happen is that um, uh, you know consumer chains are going to be able to choose part of their security budget. So maybe they're sending five percent. Get Bitcoin security, ten percent to get Atom security, whatever they want to choose, configurable. Um, but we could do a similar uh, mechanism for the hub security itself. So maybe uh, one idea is maybe the hub could be giving you know one percent of inflation um, to uh, to get Bitcoin security um, for, for the hub. Uh, and so what that would do is first of all it would let um, it would let Bitcoin like it would give Bitcoin holders a, a, a reason to get involved. Um, 
And then what it would also do, and it was sort of, well, it would sort of like establish like a loss leader. Um, so any Bitcoin holders staking their Bitcoin uh, to get that 1% would also be giving power to validators, which would also secure the consumer chains. Um, and it would also kind of get Bitcoin holders, I think they're going to be pretty sticky. Like once they kind of get involved, um, they're not going to, um, you know, they're probably not going to leave very quickly. So it's like a, almost like a loss leader um, in, in like a sort of a, a business sense, right? Um, and so that would give, that, that would give Bitcoin holders a reason to get involved. It would bring a lot of Bitcoin holders in to use the Cosmos Hub. Uh, and it would also build up, you know, our lead as being the best place, you know, to launch a Bitcoin secured consumer chain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I did a little bit of math to see what, what that would look like in terms of APR if we dedicated 1% to, to Bitcoin restakers. If there's a 100 Bitcoin, it's like a 90% APR. So, you know, very attractive for the first people that will join the system. Uh, if, if there's like 5,000 Bitcoin, which is uh, about $200 million, um, that would be like a 2% APR. So um, Sanka was mentioning that uh, with, with uh, wrapped Bitcoin, it was like below 1%, I think you said, or a little bit above? Yes. Yeah, so I just want to add to one point to what Jihan was mentioning. So when we, we studied the, the behavior of Bitcoin holders very closely in order to kind of start thinking about this integration with Atom, and one aspect for big Bitcoin holders, uh, specifically miners and whales, they index their wealth in Bitcoin denomination, right? So if a Bitcoin holder comes in and he stakes his Bitcoin, and then he starts getting Atom rewards, Stride reward, Neutron rewards, it becomes like a portfolio management problem for him to understand all these exchange risks. So one of the things which we have to kind of uh, come up with is for smaller Bitcoin holders, they might be okay with getting all these airdrops, different tokens, but for bigger Bitcoin holders, they index their wealth in terms of Bitcoin. So there, uh, I think what Jihan was mentioning that let's say having all the rewards in one currency and kind of reducing this exchange rate risk would be really helpful. Yeah, yeah. The the, the calculation was just uh, taking into account uh, taking into account Adam's Adam's uh, inflation. So one percent of Adam's inflation. That doesn't factor in anything from the consumer chains. And um, that's actually a good segue to uh, ask the consumer chain what they think about um, Bitcoin restaking. Like, would uh, Stride and Neutron be interested in paying for that security in native token, or would they be uh, open to like swapping them into Atom to be paid to Bitcoin restakers? Either Elijah or, or Riley. Yeah, I could, I, so my, my thought here is probably like, I think that, so I, I, I personally think that the, the, one of the most exciting parts around this is like the potential for user acquisition, right? It's like, how do you bring in this, you know, class of users that Cosmos currently isn't reaching, but, you know, is, is just as large, if not larger than the current, you know, Cosmos user base. Um, so I think like, you know, whatever the costs are there, like, I think, you know, we'd be, you know, if, if, we, if we can understand like the benefits to it, um, and 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 you know see 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 what they are like you know I don't I don't think how they're paid for really matters as long as like the the yield is actually there I would say though that like probably the way it makes sense to design is to structure it like somewhat like a marketplace right where um where you know th there might not be one perfect way of doing this you know there might not be like you know one ideal way that like consumer chains want to pay in or users want to receive. Or whatever it is, maybe some users want Atom, maybe others want Bitcoin, maybe 
you know, others want like, I don't even know, like Ethereum or whatever it is, right? So I would say like, you know, probably makes sense to keep it like, um, keep it, keep it like non-biased um, and let like the consumer chains or the, the, yeah, the consumers of the Bitcoin staking um, figure out what their pitch is to some degree and make that pitch to Bitcoin users. Um, and like, you know, I think like doing it this way will sort of like allow the right market forces to figure out what is the best way to actually incentivize Bitcoin stakers to like get them activated. You know, maybe it's, you know, wrapped Bitcoin, maybe it's like Nomic Bitcoin, maybe it's, you know, Adam, maybe, you know, maybe it's staked Adam, you know, it could be any number of things. So I think like, um, yeah, so I, I think like, uh, I would say we're open to anything. Um, I think like, you know, the interesting part is user acquisition. I would say like, uh, you know, let's run the experiments and, and see what gets users activated. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's open. I mean, how, how we can do it. I, I think the stuff we, we put in this in the forum post um, was basically the simplest possible uh, technique where, where you just say, here's the percentage of inflation that we want to spend or the percentage of rewards in a case that we want to spend on Bitcoin security. Um, and you just make that available, you know, either as the hub or as a consumer chain. Um, and then Bitcoin stakers, you know, decide to come in based on that or, or, or not, you know, depending on whether they like it. Um, but you could definitely do things that are more sophisticated, uh, and more nuanced and, and, um, you know, if, if they serve the purposes better. Yeah. We, we, let's talk in a second about quests. Uh, but first, uh, Riley, I have the same question for you that, that I had for Elijah. Yeah. Yeah. I like the open market approach though. I do think the overall program would be most effective if we made the pitch simple to Bitcoin stakers and had a single asset. Um, I haven't thought through the implications of consumers having to sell their native token to acquire that atom and pay it out. My understanding of the prop in the first place was that Adam would be paying for this, not the consumers. Um, so I'll have to go back and reread that. But uh, sending a single token over, I think, is simpler and will make the whole thing more effective. Yeah. So the the uh, the post, the forum post is about consumer chain. Uh, I think in practice, everyone, at least on, from Babylon and Informal, agreed that the hub should kickstart the whole thing and delegate it or present inflation. Uh, here about consumer chain rewards, I think it's more of a longer term goal for how that would work and not just for Stride and Neutron, but also the you know, partial set security chains that will join and, and potentially want to get access to uh, Bitcoin restaking as well and mesh, mesh security chains. Uh, so there, there's a lot of potential users for this. Yeah, um, and I'll just note that, that yeah. if, you know, given that it's all one validator set, um, the interesting thing is that uh, the security from the Bitcoin stake is added to the validator, you know, no matter where the rewards come from, basically. So um, you could get into, you know, in the in the in the future when this is fully mature and, and you know, there's, you know, you could have like, let's say you have a consumer chain, maybe where they decide they want to do 100 percent Bitcoin security. Maybe they're from the Bitcoin, like a Bitcoin L2 almost or something, you know, they're from the Bitcoin ecosystem. And they actually just want to say we want all we want to put our entire security budget towards Bitcoin. There you might get into stuff where there'd be kind of like more validators that really appeal specifically to Bitcoin holders. But I think in the beginning, when it's mostly. Um, you know, kind of mostly about about you know consumer chains and atom and stuff. Um, the security will uh will will kind of be be uh sort of most shared, I guess. Um, but but yeah, it'll kind of be additive. Yeah. 
Um, okay, in terms of quests, so for me, that's the, as uh, Elijah said, I mean, the, for me, the, the biggest value add here for the Cosmos Hub is this kind of user acquisition. And user acquisition is not, is not just for the hub, uh, it's actually probably more for the consumer chains, uh, which you know exemplify the fact that the hub is the only shared security provider out there that actually cares about its consumer chain and want to see them succeed and is ready to take steps uh, towards that. Um, so the idea here with the quest is essentially that for Bitcoin restakers to claim their rewards, they would have to perform some actions uh, on the consumer chains, or at least it would be from the same interface that they claim the rewards, but there would be some actions being sent to the consumer chains. So for instance, liquid staking uh, a fraction of their rewards on Stride uh, or performing a swap um, on Neutron. Um, Elijah, I think you had some uh, some ideas about what that would be on Neutron. Maybe you can uh, you can explain a little bit there. Yeah, I mean, uh, nothing, nothing like crazy, but I, I, I would say like, you know, I, I think the idea would be to just have them on board to, um, you know, the IBC ecosystem, right? And probably do some sort of cross chain thing between Stride and Neutron. I think that gives them a taste of both what Cosmos is about, but also, you know, like the, the AZ specifically. Um, but um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing insane. But I think like, you know, getting new users familiar with the technology and the, the products that and the protocols that are like present in Cosmos is, is really the, the most exciting thing to me here. What would be the uh, the act like if there was one action on Neutron that you would like users to take? What what would that be? Um, I think I think it probably I would say right now it probably makes sense to stake with Stride and then you know or or maybe swap for ST Atom on on uh, on Neutron. This way you know we can engage Stride and you know we can also get users onboarded to you know knowing what it's like to transact on Neutron. Um, cool. So we have a couple of people here that maybe want to join. I think uh, Isabel, you asked if uh, Effort Capital wanted to uh, say something or anyone who has questions really yeah. as we uh, approach the end of the Twitter space, uh, just raise your hand and we, we can add you as a, as a speaker. Um, Dee, I sent you the invite if you would like to accept. So in the meanwhile, can I inject one comment about users acquisition? Um, so I think uh, so Bitcoin staking, if you think about it, right, is kind of the trust-minimizing way for Bitcoin holders to participate in the POS ecosystem, like Cosmos Hub or the consumer chain. But if you think about it, that the first that's the first step. But in a second step could be liquidity. There would be ways of bringing liquidity from the Bitcoin holders to the chain. So we view staking as sort of a first step. And I think liquidity is also equally attractive. So uh, just to maybe just to uh, ask for a little clarification, is that suggesting that like some of the technology that's being used to build like the Bitcoin staking could use, be used for like the Cosmos Hub potentially becoming a Bitcoin bridge? Yeah, so uh, exactly. So staking is a way of providing security to a chain, but a, uh, a technology we're working on is to allow that staking to also secure bridges. So that's one way of helping to bring liquidity. Hello. Uh, as much as uh, this innovation uh, benefits the whole ecosystem, but I do have a doubt that uh, this kind of uh, takes the place of Atom in the shared security ecosystem, right? So why would a chain choose Atom over Bitcoin security? 
let's say neutron or stride they can just choose to be 100% secured by bitcoin so they can just remove atom out of the equation so i mean what's the plan regarding that um doesn't this yeah, diminish the value of atom i can i can speak to that i mean i think that um one of the things that uh since we started work on on ics uh, you know it was it was probably it was ics was probably one of the earliest restaking um, platforms ever um although you know polka dot is a little bit similar but um is is that it's not just like one asset anymore you know so um there's stuff like uh, babylon there's also eigenlayer on ethereum um and it's becoming clear that like you know we're going to a future where any asset can be used for staking um and so it's actually kind of limiting if we're just cosmos hub saying oh you can only use atom um it's kind of limiting because i mean you know cosmos hub's relatively big um it's mid cap um you know as much but there's much bigger things um and um assets that are much bigger than Adam. Um, and uh, so, so ultimately we kind of limit the security available if we, if we were to, to only stick to Adam. Um, and then as far as how value accrues to Adam, I think there's, there's definitely a lot of, there's a lot of benefit in, in having, you know, be, being, you know, becoming or staying the center um, of something um, and, and ways to benefit from that, you know, in general and everywhere in business, um, you know, like, um, you know, like even like Facebook or like social networks. We saw the Facebook move or whatever. They, they talk about that. Um, so there's that. But then also more practically, um, you know, there's this idea of using having consumer chains use Atom as the the reward token, which would help Atom as well. Um, but then also what we'll be doing is is in any case, um, no matter what, we'll be having a, a small tax. So a small percentage of the rewards going to Bitcoin um, will actually go to uh, will, will will flow to Atom in some way. Um, and so, um, you know, whether that's, you know, whether that's going to the community pool or uh, going into people's staking rewards or even you know, something else like 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 burning Atom or something. So um, definitely well, our, our focus is to become a platform, become the center, you know, try to be as central as possible. Um, and it's a lot better to, like, be the center of something really big um, and, and maybe not take as much uh, take as much profit. Versus like trying to take a lot of profit and be the center of something small, I guess, you know? Yeah, also, I wanted to, maybe just, I wanted to take that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say, you know, um, in crypto in general, anyone can do anything, right? Like the Cosmos sub could be a DA layer. It could compete with Celestia. It could be a settlement layer and compete with Dimension. Um, the, the point is who's actually doing it and who's actually doing it first. And I think that's why the, the, the Cosmos Hub is in a, here is in a good position to provide that to consumer chain to ease the integration for them so that they don't have to do it themselves and therefore, you know, save time and, and effort and let them focus on their core business. Yeah, I also wanted to add the diversification aspect of the security market cap. So, you know, like we really came out of like almost like an 18 months of bear market where majority of the tokens, they went down 90%. So the, the other way to think about this alignment is actually you're looking at two different types of capital, very different, uh, Adam being the native asset of Cosmos Hub, and then you have Bitcoin, which is probably the biggest decentralized asset with not really a lot of yield potential. So in some sense, you're actually front running the market by understanding that this kind of an alignment of bringing external capital uh, into the ecosystem where the behavior of Bitcoin holders tend to be going for, they want blue chip yield, right? They don't want 
uh, smaller tokens yield. So here, Bitcoin holders kind of aligning with the Atom Hub, getting some Atom tokens, uh, it gives you that option of having a certain amount of capital at the door and then making your design decisions, which before this alignment, you never have that option, right? So um, one other aspect on the technical side that the staking script on Bitcoin, uh, it has lot lower potential of different slashing conditions than a pure smart contract infrastructure. So if you see this whole ecosystem growing 10X, 100X, you will see certain protocols getting security from the Atom Hub, which looks for very innovative slashing signals and certain protocols which are looking for more Bitcoin alignment, they would allocate a certain kind of Bitcoin budget uh, in terms of their security bootstrapping. So it's not like a winner takes all game. It's more like you're looking at two, three different designs and these designs are adding diversification to the security budget. Cool, I think you got uh, oh. a lot of answers here. Uh, yeah, OX, Elon, uh, you can go ahead. Yeah. I I actually going to push back on the idea that Bitcoiners want anything but Bitcoin, right? I think it's very clear if you look at that culture of people that they want, if they're going to do something with their Bitcoin, they want more Bitcoin. They don't necessarily want Adam. And to whoever asked the question earlier about um, what's the use of Adam if they're going to use Bitcoin to secure, I would also add on that if you look at what Eigenlayer is doing with Ethos Stake, that's another project where they're going to essentially use Ethereum to, to do the same thing. At least that's their target, right? So now you have Bitcoin via uh, Babylon, and then you have Ethereum uh, or restake Ethereum via Ethos Stake. And it looks like a lot of competition um, and what could effectively crowd out something that I think many people sort of envisioned um, that Adam would have some responsibility or some role in that. And the difference is that Ethereum, ETH and Bitcoin, which are the two largest networks, also function as uh, money in their own ecosystem. So they are very baked into the economic security and operation of their networks, whereas that's not necessarily the case with Adam. So you have essentially two premium monies coming to secure um, this, you know, this ecosystem and then crowding out something that's not at the sort of protocol or, you know, economic layer of Adam. Now it is at the cultural and social layer, so it's like a shelling point, but I don't think it goes beyond that. It just seems like a risk. Um, not just honestly less to do with the price of Adam, but more so with sort of the role and how it secures everything within the Cosmos ecosystem. I mean, like, I, I kind of think that, you know, Thibaut and, and Jehan nailed it though, right? Like, um, you know, Ethos is going to happen. Babylon is going to happen. But, you know, what, what platform has, uh, you know, access to distribution right now that has a head start from like learning from, you know, multiple waves of, of you know, consumers and product cycles and, you know, people who, who have given feedback on, on the experience, you know, using, you know, some version of interchain security. I would say like that platform is, you know, the Cosmos hub, right? Like for example, Eigenlayer, you know, has a contract live, but it doesn't actually have any restaked applications live. You know, Ethos is pretty much just an idea and like a venture back project right now. And the Cosmos hub has like been in this space, has learned about what consumers want, what they need, how they think about the market. 
And it has an opportunity to either like let that lead, you know, sink or to become a large part of ushering in that, that new wave. So, I mean, you know, we, we could sort of like, we could sort of like say like, oh, like Adam and, you know, Adam's gonna be replaced by, you know, BTC and Ethereum, but like, you know, or we can sort of look at it as, you know, Adam is now becoming the platform that's aggregating all of these forms that it's like agnostic to any form of interchain security, just the center of interchain security, right? Like that should probably be the goal that it strives to reach instead of just like sitting idly by and, and like, you know, watching, you know, other, these similar offerings be offered in like other currencies, right? So, yeah. So in uh, uh, Asian layer ecosystem, uh, what Asian layer is doing is it's uh, expanding the Ethereum's securing capabilities to other projects. And, uh, but in this case, uh, Babylon is actually expanding Bitcoin security capabilities into the Cosmos ecosystem. So it's, it's pretty good. So Cosmos uh, ecosystem is going to be much stronger. But I believe there should be some kind of cap, cap or something like that to restrict projects from misusing it. Uh, like I mentioned, a project could just uh, use 100% BTC security or 100% uh, agent layer security through Ethos state. So I think there should be some kind of cap on that. Let's say 50% Cosmos, 25 uh, Atom or 25 BTC or something like that. Yeah. Um, I will say in the short term, I mean, the long term, I would disagree. Um, I think that it would be really awesome if we had 100% BTC secured projects coming in. I think there's a lot of Bitcoin projects that are, um, you know, kind of trying to build more stuff with Bitcoin and, and they kind of need a platform to do that. It would be an amazing platform for that. But in the short term, I think there will probably be a cap. Um, there are still some limitations on restaking in general. Um, and uh, I'm working on a, a blog post about it, um, but I've, I've written about it before, a subset problem. Um, and uh, so I think that there will probably be, we'll, we'll make it pretty configurable, but there definitely will be some caps at first, just for technical reasons. Um, but I think in the long, long term, I'd like to see people have complete flexibility to get security from where they want it. Cool. Uh, okay, we're going to kick uh, someone out to let Ethan comes in. He had uh, some closing thoughts for for us here. Uh, Ethan uh, is from the hospital. He's very, very sick today. He's not from the hospital, but uh, he, he might as well be. Uh, he's very sick, but he uh, he wanted to join in. Hey, guys. Not in the hospital, but I am in bed. Thanks, Debo. Um, yeah, I just uh, I just thought I'd, I'd chime in that... Um, you know, this is something I've always really uh, dreamed of for for the hub is integrating with um, with Bitcoin and, and and Bitcoin security. And I think, you know, on this point of like um, uh, of like what this what this means for Adam. I mean, it's always been the you know the vision of the hub that a rising tide lifts all boats, and that we really want to like bring projects together and 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 change the landscape that other projects are competing in, rather than you know sort of compete directly and i think we've been uh unbelievably successful at that the you know the app chain thesis interoperability all, all these things were pioneered by by cosmos and and funded by the hub and you know we've really we've really changed the game and i think we can do that again and again uh but we kind of ha we have to stick to those uh to those values and i think um you know connecting with with bitcoin working with the babylon project and and really like making this happen again on the on the um on uh interchain security and you know providing the the best sources of security from wherever 
they might come and and bringing those kinds of users in from Bitcoin and providing on ramps that that will you know support them and allow them to discover all the you know fun and excitement you can have in Cosmos is the way to do it. So having the hub be the you know the premier uh, integrator for Bitcoin security and and provider to bring Bitcoin into you know the interchain security realm, I think will be incredibly. Um, incredibly exciting and i'm really really excited for us to be working with the babylon team and to be making this happen and, and to ultimately bring in you know bitcoin liquidity and and you know find other ways for for adam and bitcoin to be uh to be more tightly integrated i mean we've always sort of joked about adam being kind of like the bitcoin of the cosmos ecosystem um but but i think that's that, that's that's true in a, in a number of ways but uh, but you know, whereas Bitcoin has been more sort of inward-looking and 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 selfish, I think Adam has been a lot more outward-looking and and selfless, and really trying to grow the whole space and and you know, fund protocols and integrate protocols that that enable lots of other projects to thrive, and that's what all this is about. So it's exciting to be doing that again with Babylon, and it'll it'll create and open up all kinds of new possibilities for you know new consumer chains, new applications, new users coming in, and all that is uh, I think really exciting. So very much looking forward to to where we go with this and and to the you know inevitable you know directions of protocol design that are going to be required to really really make this work and and make this work for atom holders and bitcoin holders and and everyone else to come so yeah awesome i think that this has been a really exhilarating spaces and very exciting for everyone in the audience um you know ethan i think spoke on behalf of the cosmos ecosystem as a closing thought, David, would you like to say anything um, as we wrap up? Yeah, I have to echo what Ethan said is that, um, you know, the Cosmos as a technology, as the platform, IBC, Comet BFT, all these are really cutting edge battle tested technology. And right, what we're seeing right now is that from the Bitcoin side, there's a huge amount of interest in leveraging off Bitcoin and build layer two, et cetera. And really the Cosmos technology is a really very nice platform for them to build layer two. And I think having this integration with Cosmos Hub will allow Cosmos and us to seize this opportunity. Amen. Um, we appreciate all of you for being here. Thank you so much to the Babylon team for being here and all of our consumer chains for being here and making the time. I think this was a really great time for all of us to get together and, you know, share what we all think is is really the future of not only Adam and Bitcoin, but just for the entire ecosystem. So thanks again for joining us and we will be coming to you soon with more episodes. So stay tuned. Thanks everyone. Thanks. Thank Thanks. Bye. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down. 
own days Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then the end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap Yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner they stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Thank you.